need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is I Got You, Boo. Hello, hello. Hi. How is you, boo? Oh, I'm good. I'm like a little dehydrated. <laughs> you know what you can tell? Dehydrated physically or emotionally? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Wow. <laughs> Both, I guess. But mostly I actually dehydrated. Like it's actually yeah. part of my uh, fail of the week. So we can we can address that later. Ooh. But I just feel like I keep hydrating. Like Becca always says, like, hydrate your life. I keep trying. <laughs> and, like, I've read all these articles that scare you that, like, you can, like, drown yourself. You can have, like, too much water. So then I'm, like, oh, doing the math. Like, I'm 410. This is a gallon. Is that too much? Should I have two gallons? Should I have half a gallon? No. <laughs> definitely not two gallons. I know. Sometimes I have two gallons. Are you out of your goddamn mind? You have two gallons of water a day sometimes? You have two of those. Okay, so just because we sometimes we forget you guys can't see us. Yeah. I'll just right out the gates talk about my fail, okay? So I've got this water bottle. Okay. Everybody has seen the water bottles, those cute ones with like the encouraging things. So I have one that at 7 a.m. it says, good morning. 9 a.m., you've got it. 11 a.m., remember your goal. 1 p.m., that's it. 3 p.m., keep drinking. She's really reading through all of these. 5 p.m., no excuses. 7 p.m., a little bit more. 9 p.m., well done. Great. Very positive. Thank God you read them all. Thank God. Right? You're welcome. <laughs> so in two-hour increments, they just reminds you. Honestly, I had five chances this week to get this right. Five. <laughs> what do you nope. mean? I really wanted to drink a gallon of freaking water a day. Oh, I was oh, like, I see. I even went so far as to set alarms in my phone that said the same thing. It literally said the same thing. You know, at 7 a.m. it was like, good morning. And it was like a prompt for me to drink my water. And I didn't do it. Like, what else does a girl need? I had the alarm and the water bottle <laughs> encouraging me to do it. Yeah. That was my fail. It's still hard, though. I have that same water bottle in my classroom and my students call me out. They're the, they're the, I don't drink the water unless I'm in my classroom because they'll call me on big Mr. Cheek because they'll see it on my desk and be like, eh, you're past time. And then I'm like, you guys are the best little accountability buddies, but I don't drink enough when I'm not there. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, and I can feel it. I feel it. And ironically, I didn't realize this until right now. Ironically, my fave, so weird, actually, my fave is water related. Are you, what's your fave? So my fave is bubbly sparkling water was the best. And they sent me like a little, I don't know, promo package thing, I guess. You, what? Listen to you. Yeah. Promo package half an ass bitch. Okay. Hair flip. <laughs> okay. And so they sent me this cute little box with... The two new flavors. And I love me some sparkling water. I'm trying to get into the habit of like, you know, having the sparkling water when Andrew has like beer on Friday night pizza night so that, you know, when I have a tiny human, 
still feeling like I'm having a little fizzy. So I've been trying to get into the habit. And I love bubbly. I love it. Love it. I also love that they are working with Michael Buble. It's just too good. It's the best. Their whole campaign is just my favorite thing in the world. So they sent me the new peach flavor and the new pineapple flavor. Oh, Tell me everything. Which one's your favorite? I really like the peach because I feel like pineapple, because it's citrus, there's a lot of other things that are pineapple-y flavored, but peach is different. Okay, does pineapples really help your choochie smell better and taste better? Have you heard this? I have, but I have also heard, I have also heard that it makes, ooh, I don't even know how to say this without- Ooh, scandal. I don't know why I'm being so sensory. Sensory? Are you talking about the male- Yeah, apparently, Andrew used to tell me this all the time. He'd be like, I'm going to eat pineapple, so it tastes good for you. I'm like, oh, thank you, sweetie. Thank you so much. Ooh, okay. We're coming out of the gate strong this episode. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, like, wait. I don't know either. The only way to to really know that is to, like, (laughs) test it. Next episode. No, just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) BRB, going to test out this theory. Two days of straight pineapple eating. Two days of apple eating. Compare and contrast. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow, guys, the gloves are really off for episode six. (laughs) Gloves are off. So that's fantastic. Um, Bubbly, if you're listening and would like to also send me the goodness, I have a stocked fridge of bubbly and I would love to taste these new flavors. I've heard that they're great though. I can see peach seems like it would go really, I mean, I, mean, I know you're trying to do it so that you're not drinking it with vodka. Were you gonna say but, it go well with peach schnapps? Cause I'll kill you. <laughs> no, 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 I was gonna say Tito's vodka. I oh, love it Tito's. Naturally. Yeah, that's great. I love that you, both of your faves and fails are water related. But I didn't even realize until literally as I was transitioning to my fave. And I was like, wait. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, that thing. They only sent me one of each, so that wasn't going to get me hydrated. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> it was just a nice taste test. But I did yeah. have both of them. That's great. Yeah. I don't know if I really have a fail. It's another one of those weeks like we were talking about before where like, it wasn't a bad week. It was just like trying to just keep going. I do have a fave, though, because I got it in my FabFitFun box, and I finally just used it. The Anastasia, I don't know how you say it. Anastasia? Anastasia? Anastasia. Anastasia. I don't know. Maybe it's either one. I, maybe I'm, they have, I'm probably wrong. I got their clear brow gel in a FabFitFun box that I don't even remember which one, but it's amazing. It keeps all, because oh. my, my hairs have a tendency to, like, curl a little bit, but it really Me keeps too. them, like, flat and nice. So that's my fave of the week. I don't really, I don't know if I really have a fail. Besides, probably I haven't drank enough water either. (laughs) Now that you mention it, (laughs) I need to hydrate my life. I think we need to start those like social media tag trains that I I feel like people go in ebbs and flows in our community, right? Like I get a million tags Mm -hmm. for water consumption. It's like somebody's really on one with the water consumption and then weeks go by like nobody's, nobody's tagging me. I swear. Yeah. Those are like, those are so key. It's so crazy. Every time mm-hmm. I get a tag like that, I'm like, okay, I will. Thank you for the reminder. At first, I'll get annoyed. I'll be like, fine, you're right. Um, I do have a question for you that I just realized while I was in the shower. I don't, I've caught myself doing this, 
and I, it doesn't make sense to me. And I want to know if it's weird. And I know that you'll tell me. So in the morning, sometimes, or like if I'm rushing this week, I don't know why I do this, but I've been brushing my teeth in the shower, like grabbing my toothbrush and toothpaste and brushing my teeth in the shower, thinking that that's going to cut time down. However, I'm still standing and brushing my teeth. So whether I'm in the shower or I'm out of the shower, what the fuck, what difference does it make? That's weird, right? Okay. Oddly enough, <laughs> Andrew has started doing this. <gasps> have the, like the um, electric toothbrush. Yeah. So same. he started doing this, like, I don't, I, I want to say like maybe a week or two ago. And there was a while that when he was commuting for work, and he was leaving really, really early in the morning, he would do that. He would take the toothbrush into the shower. But recently, he started doing it again, and it's the most frustrating thing in the world because we share one, right? We just have, like, a different head that we take on and off. And every time I go to brush my teeth, what? there is no toothbrush. It's gone. It's in the shower. Every time. Every time. This is amazing. We share the same electric toothbrush. We just take off the— Now I know what I'm going to get you as a gift. When we meet up in person, <laughs> I'm going to give you your own. Every every woman deserves their own electric toothbrush. <laughs> I'm so yeah, glad I'm not I alone. That would save time, I suppose, not taking on and off the head. And he, like, he has such problems because I'm so messy. So I'm, You are? <laughs> I'm that person who has, like, gunk from the previous toothbrush wash. Like, I won't take the extra five seconds to put it under the water and clear it out so that it's not gunky the next time. So then when he goes- At least you have it and it's always clean. Yeah. But at least when you get it back, it's clean. So (laughs) fuck it. Yeah, but that's mean. I guess. (laughs) Okay, have I done it? Yes. Do I? I don't think it's- I don't think think it's weird. I just think it's how our brains work that we think it's less time. But really, you're right. You're just standing there. No matter where you're standing, you're brushing your teeth. I'm either soaked from head to toe brushing my teeth or just dry. Like, there's no difference. Oh, my gosh. Let's get to review of the week, shall we? We got a couple. Let's do it. Yeah, we do have a couple. Okay. I will pull up. I'm loving this title. So it's two boos you need in your life. And as much as I would love to give credit where credit is due, (laughs) as per this review on Apple Podcasts, your name is K-H-K-H-J-G-I-G-K-V-K-V. What is that? So thank because you. Because it's, it's Kim Kardashian. Thank you so much, Kim Kardashian, for the review. <laughs> thank you, gobbledygook. <laughs> now we'll get to your review. <laughs> so when I first laid eyes on AMQ, it was game over. Oh, wow. Wow. My God, are they trying to date? I'm, I loved her energy, immediately reached out, and the rest is history. Never did I expect a two-for-one deal. Becca is hilarious. (laughs) Honestly, these two boos together is a dynamic duo like no other. Their ability to dish up such real, relatable topics, all while making you laugh till you cry, is admirable. To listen to their podcast is to legitimately hang out with them. You feel like you're there, like you're one of them. This podcast is just what you need on a Thursday morning. They become a staple in my morning routine. They ain't going anywhere. Well, except for up, that is. Subscribe now. Thank me later. Stop. I I wish... Kim Kardashian, thank you so much for such a kind review. Lots of clap hands. You know the clap hands? 
Lots yes. Oh, that's so of. good. I love that. Love that for yeah. us. Jurors Day, which we just realized this oh, week that. Yes. What a great, like we did not. Okay. First, when we started doing the IG lives on Thursday, it was like a thirsty Thursday type of vibe. But mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. one of our boo crew members this week talked about how <laughs> Thursdays mm-hmm. used to be Jurors which is so, as much as we don't like things on brand for us. <laughs> so we thought yes. it was pretty hilarious. Amazing. Amazing. I feel like that's just like the universe really aligned. Because we didn't even think of that, but AMQ and I are both big fans of the Jersey Shore show. I'm a big fan of the Jersey Shore in general because I live so close to it. Yeah. It's my beach. Yeah, I love that. Jersey's for us. Jersey. <laughs> okay, so I have one. Sarah Lynn Jack. The um, subject line is, yes, queens, yes. Like, and she said, I can. I love when people write it as if they're speaking it. So it says, like, imagine your two best friends who you go to brunch with and chit chat and laugh until your belly hurts, but also the kind of girlfriends you can have those deep and meaningful convos with that just leave you feeling so fulfilled. That is the experience you'll get from this podcast. I Got You Boo is literally the perfect combo of real talk, wittiness, goofiness, sass, and swearing. (laughs) And a laughing emoji. And I'm absolutely obsessed. Cannot wait to hear what's to come each week. Oh, I love that. Love, love, love. Keep those reviews coming, guys. You have no idea. It really lights us up and helps us, but really just lights us the fuck up. It really does. Okay, here's the challenge. I did not tell AMQ what we were doing because we usually do some fun little bit in the beginning of each episode. Yeah, like wouldn't tell me. She's like, I can't tell you, it'll ruin it. I'm like, okay. I can't tell you, it'll ruin it. I did a Zoom Galentine's with some of my friends because we usually do like an annual Galentine's, but we couldn't this year. And they were like, you should do this on the podcast because we were reminiscing. Okay, here's the deal. You have to read off if you take this challenge. If not, you have to drink. And I don't know. <laughs> we don't have alcohol right now. So, it's, well, I mean, <laughs> if not, I don't. Okay, okay, a very here we large go. Place. Few steps. Plot away. twist. We're gonna we're, here. we're gonna we're gonna remix this. Okay, you can either take on this challenge or like give an embarrass like tell an, another embarrassing moment of your life. Okay? okay. Okay. So here's the challenge. Okay. Read off your let's say five most, no, 10 most recent Google searches in your history without skipping or deleting. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Watch it be all asked. stuff for, for the podcast. Wait, how does, how do I even do this? Do I just go to Google and then I like. Yep, recent history and then click recent history or just like your search bar and it'll come up. Okay, all right, all right. This is good, this is good. This is really good. Okay, all right, here we go. All right, all right, all right. Let's see, she's taking it. So you're doing the challenge. Go for it. Yeah, I'm doing it. Bubbly water peach. <laughs> you can't make this up. You cannot Fantastic. make this up. Spotify for podcasters. <laughs> On, yeah. What body positivity is not. What okay. is the definition of grit? Ooh. Ooh. Health benefits of being outdoors. <laughs> AMQ, again, AMQ, Dora the Explorer with her little fucking backpack. Always. Go ahead. Number six. <laughs> what does it mean to be healthy? Ooh. Prenatal vitamins for vegans. <laughs> this is so good. Okay. Can't make this, can't make this up. <laughs> 
great. Oh my gosh. Best jeans for curvy women. Ooh, yes. Hey, valid. Very valid. Let me know. If, if Hopefully that uh, answer on your Google search will soon be a faves for you. Okay, number nine. Canadian to USD converter. Because <laughs> we need to pay each other. Cool. <laughs> and number 10. <laughs> These are all very, like, legitimate. Snowfall in Toronto. <laughs> that was a very, like, logistical Google search. Very nice. Very nice. I can't put that on you and then not do it myself. And I really made the conscious effort to not... Now, here's the thing. My Google searches in the past with my circle of friends has been like, Becky, your Google searches are just always like fucked up. And they are. (laughs) Okay, they are. I look up really weird shit. I've had way too much time to myself to think about shit in this, especially this year. And my Google searches are really no different than that. So I I can't have you do it and not do it also. Yours are going to be so much less practical than mine. Mine are so practical. Yeah. No, they're they're not practical at all, and a lot of them have to lead to an explanation because otherwise, I'm gonna sound like an actual so like psychopath. So, (laughs) (laughs) number one was body buckle up, buttercups. Yes, body positivity versus fat acceptance. All right. Okay. Number two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, taking a dip. It's gross. It's it's sick. Here's your warning. <laughs> Do vets jerk off animals in order for them to breed? Now here's the thing. <laughs> what? Here's the thing. I heard that vets have to like masturbate the animals in order to get them to breed, and I was like, that can't be fucking real. Spoiler alert: It oh, is. You can't masturbate something. Yeah. Okay. Oh no! no I don't right. Think that's the jerk proper it. use of the word. They have to jerk it off. They have to <laughs> jerk it off, and that's a thing. Really? Yeah, I Googled it. <laughs> I heard it, and I Googled it because I wanted to see if it was true. <laughs> and then I have PodServe because I wanted to see how we were doing. Right, right. And then I have Blippy. So if you guys, moms out there, you probably have heard of Blippy. Have you heard of Blippy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Blippy freaks me out for multiple reasons. He's kind of hot, and he also might be a serial killer. And he's and he's like the Steve, the Steve of like Blues Clues days is now the Blippy. Any of those like kids, like real humans that aren't cartoons, right? Like actual human yeah. beings, like the big comfy couch. So sorry, but not sorry. Any adult that stars in a child's show, I just don't think they're okay. Or at least for, like, a substantial, like, a long period of time. Like, because I understand being passionate about trying to teach children, but doing it in, like, such a character after so many years, I feel like that takes a toll on your, psych- like, psychology. Okay. So yeah. I had to look him up. So we, I was, <laughs> so we looked up Blippi because I was like, Because he's why? hot? Is that I was why? like, but, but, like, why is he kind of hot? Like, and then, and then I got weirded out by it. So there's Blippi. Also looked up Ivy Ooh. Park. Because Beyonce had an Ivy Park drop this week, which sold out within like a matter of seven minutes. And I pretend like I can afford that shit. Um, Loverboy Seltzer. Those of you that watch Summer House, I wanted to order some Loverboy Seltzer, Kyle's um, vodka seltzer line. Um, Framing Britney Spears. Um, How to cook spaghetti squash. And that's all. 
then that's where the search. Okay, there's but some I felt like ones. I needed. A lot of them are podcast related, so that's good. Yeah, they're not. But then I don't know, man. <laughs> I was expecting it to be weirder than this. I was definitely. I was ready for Jer- vets jerking off animals. You didn't. You you expected it to be weirder than followed up by Blippy. I mean. Yeah, I did look up one time because they, I was told that dolphins have like these caves that they take humans down to and do horrible things to them. I looked that up once. What? And and also, have you seen Shaquille O'Neal and his girlfriend? I don't know if they're still together, actually. No. Shaquille O'Neal's girlfriend is your height. 4'10". And <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. That's crazy. Now you're going to Google it and it's going to be on your Google history. Look them up. It's the craziest like thing. seven feet tall? Yeah, she's she walks up. She's dick height. She walks up to his dick. Wow, like it's mean. insane. <laughs> well you done. Know that he was sitting. Well there. done. You know that during quarantine he was like sitting on the dating apps, like <laughs> specifying cannot be taller than four ten. Very oh my specific God. reasoning. Very very specific reasoning. That's funny. So yeah, that's a fun little. <laughs> I'm glad you went for it. It could have been weirder. I mean, that would have been a really, can you imagine? That would have been, no, you couldn't have prepared me because that would have been cheating. And also, yeah, um, that would have been so boring. Can you, so anticlimactic. Okay, so I have an activity. I'm not doing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Melon, take that out. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had to do the activity. Come on. Oh my God. That's funny. Oh, that was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> We, we really, listen, we've only been recording for 22 minutes and there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot of takeaways, but let's get down to business, shall we? Get down to business. Let's do it. Oh, I need to feel like I need a deep breath after that. You need to drink water? Go ahead and hydrate. (laughs) Malin, cue the music. Cue elevator music while we. (laughs) A few moments later. So we have taught AMQ and I talk body positivity all the time. However, there is what body positive is not. And we want to talk a little bit about what it isn't versus the, I don't even know if you could call it controversy or like the problem that people have with body positivity. Um, and just some people just be sipping some haterade. These days. Yeah. And I think that I want to address too, because the more research I do on it, the more I do see how and why the term body positivity can trigger people. I'm honestly starting to understand why that term is triggering. And I do... I do understand, just like anything else, right? There is good and bad and everything. And you just need, for me, it's about meeting in the middle and being like, okay, Mm -hmm. I totally understand how this can be on the extreme side of one side. Let's think it's a pendulum. So when this pendulum swings this way, yeah, no, that doesn't work. But I'm trying to ride the middle, you know? Just like we always say, I mean, I know. hey <laughs> hey I had to. You said ride the middle. Come on. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? Okay, sorry. <laughs> Insert horse galloping. <laughs> <laughs> or insert... 
My anaconda don't want. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, you're right. I think it's just like just like anything else, when you educate yourself and you're open to hearing the other side of it, just like anything else, you learn. And I can totally see that too. So much so to the point that I was like, oh wow, it makes me kind of want to change my narrative, but I'm the same as you were like, no, I still really dig it. I, at the end of the day, after the work that we've looked into on this, as of right now, my stance is still, I love the term body positive. See, I'm, see, and that's what's interesting. So I'm like, oh, I'm like escaping that place. Like I am almost looking for okay. terms to replace that. Yes. Yeah. Maybe like replacing positivity. I like acceptance. I like. I like love. I like love, yeah. Responsibility. So we can get into that. Let's do it. The term of body responsibility. I'll say a couple of things. One is that it's so interesting, and I almost wish that you guys could be, and you are because you're here on the pod, but it would be really interesting if you guys could in real time be part of some of Becca and I's conversations because sometimes we get pissed and it's not at each other. It's like, well, one of us will say something. Maybe it's, for example, something we f- we found um, an audio uh, an audio. Wow, an article. <laughs> I don't know where that was. Whatever, um, an article that we read, and we'll send them to each other, or like a quote or something. And it's triggering. And it's triggering because I don't know. Sometimes I read stuff and I actually audibly gasp. <laughs> Like, I'll read it, and I'll be like, ooh, ow. And honestly, it's because most times it's because, you know, when you see your time hop stuff, you know, your little Facebook memories, we talk about that all the time, and you read the shit you used to write that you thought Mm. was good, like, you're like, or inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, I'm going to motivate so many people with this. And then you're reading it. Like, for me, I'm reading it. Two years, like two years, like two years is not a long time, but two years ago, whew, you know, I hadn't put my armor on. I hadn't like gone to battle with some of these thoughts and feels and words. And now I'm like, oh my goodness. So that's why it would be cool. I want, I want you guys to know that when we're preparing for stuff like this, <laughs> there are times where we literally, it's not good. Like, and also if, if we're, if either of us are in a mood, let's say, and we're talking about <laughs> which is which is what happened this week. But we were both in a mood <laughs> on a certain day. Al- alternating alternating days too. Like yeah. it was the same day and then it was all, we were just we had to find our vibe. <laughs> yeah. And we're talking about this which is like such a heavy topic. And we're like sending each other resources and we're getting pissed off, but it's not at each other. It's at what we're reading, mm-hmm. but but when we're talking it sounds like we're mad. It was a whole thing. It was like yeah. But you know what? Just like I say, my new sh- my new shtick thing, my new shtick is pit stain passionate. When I'm reading some of this stuff, it makes my blood boil, and I'm starting to learn to welcome that feeling, that it is mm-hmm. good to feel that passionate. Like, yes, it makes my stomach turn a little, and yes, I get a little sweaty about it, but that's good, right? Because that's the only mm-hmm. way any change can be made. So I'll say that, and this conversation right. was specifically prompted. Now, I'm going to paraphrase because sometimes I just feel as though certain humans shouldn't even be given the airtime. But it was prompted by a 
text message from an old coworker of mine who, in so many words, basically told me that by presenting myself as someone who is body positive, I am encouraging inactivity in humans and glorifying that and allowing being lazy to be acceptable. Stupid. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> it's just an ignorant comment. See, this is where I got pissed. Because yeah. it's an ignorant comment. Oh, yeah. Becca got pissed. Yeah. <laughs> she got pissed at this, for sure. It feeds into that narrative of larger bodies are lazy. It leads into the fact that larger bodies don't move. So that's why they're, that's why they're larger. Or that larger is less than. And I, it, it fired me. I lost my, I think I lost three of my five senses. <laughs> told me this. That's how mad I got. I was like, I don't think I can fucking smell anything right now. I'm so pissed. I can see sounds. I'm so pissed. Like they started flipping. My senses started flipping. <laughs> it was, <laughs> oh it was <gasps> because I think it's what, cause, and it's also, I think it, that, that frustration and those feelings come from, that's what I used to think. I used to think because I'm larger, I'm lazy. And I was identifying that. So I think that now that I have come so far mentally and understanding and opening my eyes and my heart and my mind, that that's not it. That's what society has told you. That's not the truth. That's not reality. So when people speak like that, it's like they're not they're not speaking from very knowledgeable or like speaking with love or kindness. Like, again, what benefit could that have done by making that comment? What good would have come from that, from saying that? Nothing, motherfucker, nothing. You just being a bitter Betty, sit the fuck down. And I think that it's important because this is truth. This is truth that, okay, we open this pod with the line that we are teaching you to love yourself in every size, shape, and season. I will say this though, that it is possible to wake up on any given day and say, you know what? I love myself today. My body is a whole other issue entirely. And that doesn't mean that your love for yourself is any less than that day. It's mostly just still work that you have to do. Like I, I, I do love myself, but there are days where I'm like, I don't love my body today because it's not doing what I want it to do for me. You know, like sometimes you get frustrated when you're in a workout and you're like, oh, I just can't. But you know that it's something that you've done. You know that you're in control. In a lot of cases, we're in control of that. So yeah, I love myself, but not necessarily my body and its ability on any given day. But that's not less than. And I think that's, this is just yeah. like... <laughs> Such an interesting thing because I was reading an article in... Wait, can I speak to that? Like you just said, body positive is not waking up every day and loving your body. It is giving a space to allow those feelings. It's toxic positivity, which is going to be later, but it's mm -hmm. toxic to think that you need to wake up every day and love your body, which is where you can find gratitude for your body. You can love yourself and have those bad days and allow them to be feelings and not truths. Allow those feelings to come in and release just like the good days do. The good days where you're like, I am feeling myself, look at my booty popping, and you're complimenting your body, just like those days too. But that's not a reality of like longevity and how you're going to feel about your body. So allowing the grace of feeling that day 
It's not the truth. It's just how I'm feeling. It's not my reality and not letting it hold so much space in your mind. That's where I think the body positivity, and that's not even where body positivity even stems from. No. <laughs> like, no. I wanted to just make it clear that what we're, we're, it's not waking up every day and loving the skin you're in. It's allowing those moments to come and go and not living in it, you know? Yeah, totally. That confidence, self-worth, and self-acceptance aren't necessarily synonymous with body positivity, right? Oh, come through synonymous, yes. Because, think about this, it's worth reiterating that you are not your body, right? Mm-hmm. So you are not your body. So you got one home for sure, but a realization, that's a realization that I came to when I was being super hard on myself in a certain season of my life. The second time that I became bulimic, I was especially hard on myself because I had told myself in this, in this state of mind that I was in, I did that whole, ugh, AMQ, you know better. How did you let yourself get here? How did you let yourself go? All that language, just total bullshit. Mm. But the second time around, I came to the realization that when I was really hard on myself for not being body positive all the time, I had to take myself out of the equation sometimes. Like I realized that I can show up at a work meeting and be confident AF because I know the shit I'm talking about, but maybe that morning I didn't wake up feeling so great in the outfit I was putting on. But that didn't mean I wasn't confident as a human. So yes, it has a huge bearing on how you move through the world, but it's not the be all end all. So I think saying to someone, hey, AMQ, by being by claiming to be body positive, and first of all, also, I don't know how anyone could possibly say this to me when they see my presence on social media and what I do for a living, but that's a <laughs> yeah. whole other thing. That's like a whole, that's neither here nor there. It's fine. Saying to me that being body positive is encouraging humans to not mindfully move their body is legitimately an oxymoron to who I am as a human. So didn't make sense to me, but it did trigger a lot. And I think that, you know, Becca, there's no way that there are people on social media that don't eye roll to us every single day. I know that they do. Oh, for sure. I know that they do because I rolled my eyes at people just like me just a few years ago. People would show up and Mm -hmm. say, in a bigger body, and they would show up and they'd be confident AF and I'd be like, that girl's full of shit because she can't, there's no way. Yes. There's no way she feels good in that body. Like Mm -hmm. I was such a Judge Judy and it's, crazy because I know people are doing the exact I know that it's happening because I did it you know however I do have to I do have to say on the other side of it because same I would eye roll and be like oh or I would look at and then like you can either take it as a oh I wish I could have that confidence yep where a lot of that came from or you can go into the standpoint of trying to call bullshit and I think that that when you, I dare, if you do that, if you, if you listen just to be whatever, but if you, uh, if you find yourself ever taking the path of, I call bullshit, sit with that for a minute. Because when I sat with that and when I sat with that, like aggression and frustration and doubt, it wasn't frustration and doubt on them. It's frustration and doubt on myself. So I feel like anybody who looks at somebody else who's sharing vulnerability and whatever that means to them on anything, um, Visit, sit with that for a minute and have a conversation with that because that's demon. <laughs> that's a little demon on your shoulder that you need to have a, have a conversation with. And I'm also grateful for the people that have shown up now because 
showing their life and loving themselves and learning what that means and hearing their mindset and hearing how they have gotten there and sharing their vulnerabilities helps me find mine. And that's why we're here. Hi, how are you? <laughs> that's, like, that's why. So it, it's just such, it's not cut and dry. I really, I still don't think that it's either a shameful thing to say or a not okay thing to say. There's just so much unpacking to do with it. <laughs> it's just really, I don't know. Medium.com had a really good article and I'll link it. So in this article, they write, instead of merely saying, love the skin you're in and have this false positivity about your body, be honest. We should be more inclined to say, yes, you can know your value while still wanting to make improvements to your physical body to ensure that you are in the best shape possible. Wanting to lose weight is a viable option and accepting that needing to lose weight is not the antithesis to body positivity. Just like, yes, being okay with your body ebbing and flowing is also not the antithesis to body positivity. It's not because you say this all the time, right? In this current moment, our lives are very different for a lot of us. There aren't, there aren't, I, I would argue there's nobody who has the same life that they did a year ago. I would be boggled no. if somebody said to me, yeah, my activity levels are the same or my social life is the same or my work dynamic is the same. It's, it's not, it just isn't. And no. therefore your body reacts. For me, it's been, have I kept up with my workouts? Totally. But these four walls, they get really small sometimes. And the emotional eating is a thing. And mm -hmm. I get anxious. And then I don't sleep. And then my cortisol levels are off. And then I have a week where I'm like, what is happening? And it's because this is not normal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Being stuck yeah. in your house. I've been, I've been on lockdown since the fall. <laughs> we haven't made contact. I yeah. haven't gotten my nails done in 19 gajillion years. So that's like a big deal. <laughs> My cuticles have gotten worse, yeah. by the way. Cuticle update. They are bleeding now. That's just... Oh, God. Oh, jeez. But these are things that when I read them, I'm like, okay, thank you, Lizzo, for being the shiro of body positivity we all deserve. But I do see mm -hmm. why there are attacks on the term body positivity. Because when you think about that, the term acceptance makes a lot more sense. It does. Yep. Because... You are coming, you are making peace with your body. If you arguably are making peace with your body in every size, shape, and season, then that means you're learning to accept it. So yes, body acceptance makes so much sense. So that's what I meant when I said at the beginning yes. of this episode that the more I read and, and listen to literally to conversations just like this, just people shooting the shit and arguing and being really fired up about it, honestly, I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm starting to see how, how that, that term maybe is a little bit, it's like a buzzword almost. Mm -hmm. Which actually, look at that. You transitioned into what I was going to say so beautifully and you didn't even know. Wow. So Bustle, speaking to that about mainstream, Bustle did an article of 11 influencers and mm. what their thoughts were that started out as like body positive bloggers or influencers and their growth with the term body positivity. Elise, let me make sure I get her name right. Elise D'Alessandro on this article spoke to it 
And I just kept saying, like, nodding and saying, yes, yes, yes. Because, yes, at first, uh, she says, when I discovered fat women who loved their bodies, it changed my life. This was my introduction to body positivity. And as I became more deeply entrenched, I learned that body positivity was born from a size acceptance and fat activism moments. Before body positivity became a part of the mainstream, I used the term to describe my work as a designer, and then she goes on to talk about that. However, now, because it's been so mainstreamed, it's not uplifting voices of bigger women. You'll see people that are featuring size 12, white, hourglass women, makeup free, and that's not what it was for. She goes on to, I'm going to say it because I think it's just so good. Body positivity cannot be viewed as positive or progressive if it's not for the liberation of all bodies. Yes, it's Mm. true that all bodies are good bodies. Fact. But not all bodies have been treated the same way. The societal pressure to look a certain way affects people of all sizes. But at the end of the day, fat individuals have their lives threatened and their humanity questioned on a daily basis. You can't tell me that this treatment is the same. So where fat positivity comes from, it comes from the advocation of liberation of fat bodies because all bodies aren't treated the same. Until this approach becomes more mainstream and body positive conversation, we need fat positivity. She talks about fat positivity and fat acceptance versus body positivity. Just like white women and black women are not treated the same. And just like their bodies, even more so their bodies, are not treated the same or spoken of the same. And I feel like that really opened my eyes to, I was like, wow, I truly never thought of that avenue of it. And I can understand why people are veering away because it's been so mainstream that it's no longer uplifting the voices it was intended to do in the first place. I will say, sometimes I I have this inner battle with whether or not I like when things that need to be spoken about become mainstream. mainstream. Here's why. We're here making this podcast so that we can turn up the volume on these exact topics, right? So now, yes. fast mm-hmm. forward a year when everyone in the world is listening to us. Arguably, <laughs> we're now mainstream. Does that make us less valuable? Does that make the message that we're trying to put across less? No. No. In fact, now it's just, it's a household thing. So then I'm like, okay. I have this inner battle all the time with this because I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, body positivity has become mainstream. And maybe not everybody is using it the way that it should be used. But, hey, at least that isn't – it isn't weird. When you hear body positivity, your brain goes a certain way. And maybe your definition, we, you know, we all see it a different way, but that's still good. I would say – Hooray for representation because brands like yes. Dove, Airy, friggin' Sports Illustrated, you know, they're really doing a great job of starting to include body types of all shapes, sizes, and hues, which I have to give literally huge claps and snaps to Airy because I'm not even kidding. Most of the time when somebody messages me and asks me where my workout outfits are from, it's from Aerie. And most of the time when mm-hmm. you ask me where my any outfits are from, <laughs> it's from Aerie. And I didn't just, this isn't, this isn't an accident. I didn't just start investing in Aerie as an accident. It was because I would nope. go into their store and their in-store experience from the humans who greet you 
and the diversity to the people that are serving you on the floor to the way in which their marketing is done and the people you see on the banners when you enter and the cute little post-it notes that say positive affirmations to you in the mirror. The reason I started supporting that brand was because of how it made me feel. And I respected that somebody like me with cellulite and stretch marks and a huge ass booty was up on a billboard. And I love the same, same. Yep. And I agree. And even down to the website, I think you, you touched on a really important thing that representation matters across the board, regardless of what you're talking about. When you can walk in and see a, a woman with a beautiful belly in killer lingerie, looking and feeling so sexy and confident just as she does and deserves to feel. Again, I felt like, oh, I saw me in Aerie, right? Yeah. So, and brands like that and and uh, Balance Athletica, the companies yeah. that are building workout clothes because so for so long companies weren't doing that, building workout clothes for large women to wear to work out. Like you can't go to the gym if you feel like you can't, um, well, shout out to at-home workouts, but I don't even wear pants to begin with. But when you want to be active and you feel like there's nothing that you can align with to wear to make you feel active and make you feel like, you know, your focus goes to, oh, well, that's not for me. So representation matters. Like you can feel sexy and confident. And when you feel like you're walking in, like you said, the mirror affirmations and the things that you need to, we have, I mean, dressing room battles could be an episode in and of itself, but when you feel heard and you feel seen, it matters and it's powerful as fuck. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, and as someone who every day, I mean, I, I'll text back on, I'll be like, look at this picture I took. And it's so interesting. Sometimes I'll, I, okay. I will, for example, I'll take a photo of myself. Only people with body dysmorphia will understand what this looks like or feels like, but I'll take a photo of myself. And then I don't believe what I look like until I see the photo on my phone. And I'm like, Oh, wait, really? That's fascinating. So wait, okay, hold on. I'm going to pause. Cause I want to make sure I'm understanding you correctly. So if you're like getting ready in the morning, you look at yourself in the mirror and you see yourself one way. But if you take a picture and you look back, that isn't your reflection. That's when you see what we all see. Am I understanding that correctly? Yeah. So the photo is the evidence. Wow. I don't believe my own eyes. So for example, when I'm in a dressing room like Aerie, okay, and I'm surrounded by these amazing post-it notes that are just like, you are worthy, you're beautiful, you got this boo, like just so cute. And I have so much respect for every single human being who works at that company because there's just so much that goes into that. But I need that. Like they have no idea how much that means for somebody with body dysmorphia to have those positive affirmations because no matter what I want to say, no matter how many times I want to say that I'm going to say positive things to myself, sometimes it's just not the way it goes. And to look around and see my body type represented in the fitting room that I'm in with the positive affirmations, and I'm looking at my reflection and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's so empowering to be able to have that because I'm not kidding. Like I have to take a photo. And I'm not joking, I've taken many a photo in airy dressing rooms for that reason. I have to look at my picture to decide if I'm gonna get the outfit or not. That is crazy, Mm -hmm. I know. Shout out to anyone who battles body dysmorphia because it's like a strength 
like no other because you're in constant battle with yourself. I had no idea though that that was why, like when you send pictures from dressing rooms, like, hey, do you like this? Do you like that? I just thought you wanted my opinion on it. But I had no idea the deeper level of that, which goes to show when you see people posting things like mirror selfies, don't be so quick to judge because you don't know the conversation they've had to have with themselves. Like you said, self-talk is great and it is so important and it is the root of a lot, but it's not the end all be all and it's not a fixer. You could talk nicely to yourself all day long. It doesn't necessarily make that change. So it's just so interesting to hear you speak to it in that, in that way it kind of makes like, it even gives me a shift in like, okay, I'm going to think a little bit even deeper next time you send me a dressing room mirror pic. Well, just this week, I took a picture of myself. Oh my gosh. Also, I had never bought workout clothes on Amazon. I know you totally have, <laughs> but I bought this adorable outfit that was like $20. I, I know we need, I know where I promise we are going to make an Amazon storefront. We're going to do it. <laughs> I know we, we need to. Yeah. We talk about a million and two things. We're going to go back to all of our episodes. We're going to listen to all the things that we talked about and we're going to link them. I promise. But mm-hmm. I took a mirror selfie of me in this outfit. And I literally said, sometimes I don't even recognize her. And I'm not, that is not a joke. That is not, that's deeper than oh, I've released 50 pounds. That's like, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I really don't recognize the picture of a reflection of me because that's not what I see when I look in the mirror until it's in picture form. Mm -hmm. So I got on this topic because I think it's really important to not be so quick to jump down people's throats when they're trying to put out a good message and trying to teach people to love themselves and their bodies, which, yes, are two separate things, fine. Yep. But what is the problem with normalizing wellness with, within the fitness world, within the nutrition world? There is no problem. I by no means am saying stop moving your body, but also, but also, I'm also not saying that you need to move your body to feel good in it. Like, you don't need to. Right, yeah. You can feel good. yeah. Lying on the freaking couch, Netflix and chilling and feel good in your body because of all the work that you've done to get there. You don't need, yeah. like, the only time that you feel good in your body is when you're moving it. That's bullshit. Like, that's. Yeah, it is. It's such bullshit. And that was the conversation. Like, I, unfortunately for me, because this is who I am, I, <laughs> listen, when when there is, like, when when a bomb is thrown, when I'm, like, landmined up, someone's, like, insert landmine noise here. <laughs> I can't possibly not respond. (laughs) I am so, as we know, Enneagram 8, I am so confrontational that even if I'm like, this bitch does not deserve my saliva, I do it anyway. And (laughs) not saliva. Not saliva. The fuck? Yes, I get it. Like when you talk. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I I get it. Because, you know, like, and then because obviously what continued was a voice note back and forth because I needed for the tone in my voice to be heard. And I was just so upset by the fact that, uh, you know, Becca knows this. The second this text came through, you know what I said to her? (laughs) I said, Becca, we officially have our first troll. We made it. (laughs) I was like, oh, God. And then and then I got nervous. And then I was like, oh, God, someone said something mean. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I don't care. <laughs> Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I was like, I mean, what yeah. is it? 
totally. They said that by by telling people to love their body in every size, shape, and season, we are encouraging people to be lazy. Oh, that just bleeds Ugh. into a whole other episode on what self-care really means. It bleeds into another episode mm-hmm. on what friggin' toxic positivity looks like. There's just so many levels to this. But if you guys take anything from this, just know that here, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read this. Because I think it's beautiful. And I think that... Okay, I think, is it a good thing to end with? Because I wanted to touch on one more thing. Yeah, okay, fine. Is it... Go. Okay. Yeah, go. I think it's also really important because just... This reminded me when you were speaking of, if you're sitting on the couch, like, you know, doing what you love to do and feeling good about it, I think that it's also speaking to movement. Um, Yes, we say don't move out of punishment, but all able bodies, like all regardless of ability... It's it's giving acceptance and love and positivity um, for what you can do because I think it's really easy to even just see people. I mean, we post our workouts every single day, but if somebody else is watching and thinking, oh, I can't move like that because I'm not able to do that. Not necessarily, maybe physically, maybe it's a disability um, that you don't have to be able to move like X, Y, and Z yeah. to build that positivity and acceptance and the skin that you're in. And um, I think that's just also really important to touch on too, because it's not, it's not just about size. It's not just about race. It's not just about ability. It's D all of the above, all of the above are worthy. Yes. Claps and snaps. This one, this one might make me emotional. So, okay. Oh God. So, okay. So shout out to the, the medium.com article, can we be body responsible instead of body positive is what it's called. Okay. And they tie up their article with a nice little bow by saying this. So to my sisters and brothers in the struggle of body love, remember this, you can love you and still not like what you see in the mirror. Positivity can be toxic. Feel negative emotions, but don't dwell on them. All emotions that lead you to gain weight were valid. Healing takes time, so be patient with yourself. Take the time to unpack those emotions. Consider the relationship you have with food. Be honest about why that may be the factor you need to reconcile. Dieting is not the answer. A better solution that will last long-term is a slow transition to a lifestyle change. Stop connecting your self-image, self-worth, and self-acceptance to your body. They are mutually exclusive. When you're ready to make the change, it is still the best form of having a positive response to your body. It is okay to struggle. Body positivity is excellent for people who genuinely can experience it, but it is important to note that it isn't always a viable recourse for the rest of us. Struggle days are valid and body positivity is not mandatory. However, being responsible for our bodies and the care we give it indeed is non-negotiable. I got feels. I was hoping you were going to look up. <laughs> like, because it's so just, good. it's just so, oh, it was beautiful. It's beautifully said. It touches on literally everything. The relationship you have with all areas of your life. I think that we're so quick yeah. to just punish our or hate our bodies when 
because we're just like, that's just where your brain goes. And that's just not how you have to live your life. And I love how it says, read that line again about mutually exclusive. If you still have it up, mutually exclusive. Yeah. That got, oh my God. Yeah, I, I, I could see, like, I could see out of the corner of my eye that I got you. <laughs> Stop connecting your self-image, self-worth, and self-acceptance to your body. Ugh. They are mutually exclusive. So true. Which just so true. clarify means it's not, they are not connected. It goes yep. back to me saying that you can literally be like, I love myself today, but I don't really love my reflection. That's mm-hmm. like... It is so okay to feel that way because, because, just because, because of ebbs and flows, because, man, then there are some days, like, Becca and I will, like, I am, I wake up sometimes feeling myself. And then I'm like, (laughs) how the heck, how the heck was that yesterday? And then the next day, I'm like, Mm -hmm. "Mm." but I am learning that ovulation can make you very positive about your body. (laughs) Learning. (laughs) Baby making machine over here. Oh. Yeah. That's good to know. Wow. When you're ovulating, apparently you have like higher energy levels and you're like, cause you're like, let's go. Let's make a life. It makes sense. <laughs> makes you horned up. So you're like, yeah, I'm going to put my thing down, flip it and reverse it all up in this day. It's your <laughs> Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, only we could only we could go from like crying <laughs> making another comment that makes us laugh. Yeah. We have to end it on the positive. Oh my gosh. This felt, this was like cathartic to talk about. This was like a therapy session, I feel. This was a good one. Yeah, it was really cathartic. Yeah. I was, loved it. It's so crazy because it started very <laughs> I don't want to say like negatively, but the conversation around like, okay, so we're gonna talk about this, right? It was like, ugh. And it was it was it was like, uh, this makes me mad, but not like a asking me to speak about this makes me mad. It's like, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like, like let's lean into it. Makes you a little pukey, like follow the puke. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's talk about the stuff that makes us uncomfortable. Let's get our buttholes tight. With uncomfortability. Let's get our buttholes tight. This really chaps my ass. This whole really chaps whole freaking it. people hating on other people trying to be. I think it's also because I think it mean us like, it, I mean, for me, I was like, okay, so we're going to do this. We're going to do this because there's so many different avenues of it and so many opinions. And obviously doing a podcast the way we're doing it or any podcast, but especially the one that we're doing opens the doors for a lot of opinions and a lot of criticism. So you, I, I, fi- I found myself thinking that I was going to overanalyze what was coming out of my mouth. But of course, when, I mean, you know, I'm talking to my boo. So when you sit across the Zoom screen from somebody, all that really does go out the window and we can just really have a, a good convo about it. But that was so, oh, this was a fun one. I'm going to walk it away with my chi-chi's up today. Mm, mm. Yeah, chi-chi's up for sure. Oh, yes. No Free the titty, protect the city. Woohoo! Free bird chi-chi's. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow well well we actually do really welcome yeah i i really hope that if you are listening to this we want to hear what resonated with you i am actually going to challenge you boo crew to please take the time to screen record parts of this pod that of things we say that mm-hmm. resonated with you and share that shit or if you didn't and agree. It's not because of the fact that we're yeah. saying it. Or if you didn't agree. Exactly. We want to hear about it because, exactly. Or, hey, 
if you have read some really great things or listened to a podcast or have a resource on this topic on or around it, we would love Mm -hmm. to hear about it because we are only going to get better. We literally are here Mm -hmm. to learn and unlearn. I'm telling you, when we started this pod, I had no opinion on body positivity other than I was an advocate for it. That was it. That was my opinion on body positivity. And now I'm like, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. I can see how this definitely has a little bit of a gray area. For me, I was like, it's not, there's no gray area. Like body positivity, being positive about your body. It is in the word. Same. Like I very literal. And now- I see a difference. And now it, it almost makes me want to lean into it. Even it's, it's made the roots of why I got passionate about loving yourself. I'm just going to say yourself because I don't even want to narrow it down to just your body. But authentic self-love, which has also been a mainstream phrase. It's made me want to plant these roots or made me actually plant these roots so much deeper within myself by sharing this space with you. And I think that by sharing this space with everybody else. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, please screen record the things. And if you want to, and if you're open to conversation and you want to talk about it, yeah, have a seat, have a seat, make yourself comfy. And, And if you are having a day where you woke up today and you didn't like yourself, or didn't like what you saw in the mirror, it's okay. Just know that you don't have to live there. Allow it, don't live it, you know? Feel your feels. Move on from them, because you you go uh-huh. through what you go through, right? But if you don't let yourself, you stop yourself before you let yourself feel those feels, that's where you're, mm-hmm. you're gonna be stuck there. And that's, honestly, I'll tell you, that's what led yep. to my eating disorder, was just being stuck stuck there, because that that's just, you're like, it's like when you're stuck in a snowbank and you can't, your your wheels are turning and you're just like, well, this is where <laughs> yeah. I am, I guess. This is yes. where I'm going to be. The second you say this is just how I am <laughs> is where your growth stops. And you will never grow in that headspace or in that that living space, that lifestyle space of, no, it's just the way I am. Even if it's about something good. Even if it's about like, oh, yeah, no, it's just the way I am. There's still no, that's mm-hmm. limiting and there's still no growth there. And you deserve to grow, you beautiful ass flower, blooming ass bitch. Blooming ass bitch. Yes. There's only one thing to do at a time like this. She's used that term so much today. <laughs> Insert da 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 ass bitch. Blooming ass bitch. I don't know how many times she's I was feeling it. I was in it. I was in it. Embrace it. Oh my God. There's only one thing to do at a time like this. Tell them. Tell the people what it is. Life is tough, but so are you. If you need help navigating it, I got you, boo. Okay, thanks. Love you, bye.